Hi friends, I'm Talia, the creator of The Disco, a digital dance floor I built just for me and you. Today, we're going to do something new on the podcast. What you're about to hear is a delightful conversation between myself and an artist you're definitely going to want to meet. Without further ado, it is a pleasure to say to you, welcome to The Disco. Happy listening. Hi, Jordan. Hey, Talia. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing really good. That's beautiful. I'm happy to Excited be here. to be here. Yes. Welcome to the disco, my friend. It's, oh. it's great to see you. Thank you. Um, so we're going to have a nice little chat today. Um, but first, for the sake of the people, who is who is Jordan Tyler? Who is that? Yeah. Um, so I'm Jordan Tyler. I am 23. I'm from Atlanta, specifically the east side. And I would say I am a musician. I'm a creative, and I just have a passion for storytelling, really. That's me. Beautiful. Well, I hope the people have heard that. Good to see you. Good to meet you. Um, so we're chatting today, because on June 9th, something happened, yes? Um, and that something is called Terms and Conditions. Why, ter- why, why this project? Why June 9th? Why now? What, yeah, tell me more about that. Um, I feel like it's so many things. Like, And it's funny how I feel like timing just really plays a role in all of this but I mean all of the songs that I worked on on the project are things that I've thought about for at least the past maybe four or five years Um, I feel like it just kind of explores everything I've been through um, since kind of entering a new phase of life um, called adulthood and um, whatever that means even yeah right (laughs) and even the date like June 9th after I released it, I realized that it dropped the same day as Control by SZA, who's like one of my favorite artists of all time. And I just thought it was really, it was like one of those um, synchronicities, you know, when something just happens when it's supposed to. Because June 9th wasn't even the original date, but it all happened when it was supposed to happen. So, yeah. That's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, so more on terms and conditions. A lot of what we've been exploring on the disco is about thoughtfulness and just like how being thoughtful can impact the life that you live. Um, so I'm interested in what thought, what role thoughtfulness played in terms and conditions, specifically kind of what was top of mind for you in that creative process? Um, maybe like what were you considering the most while you were making this project? I would say, um, I mean, really thoughtfulness had everything to do with this project. I knew that I didn't want to just put out anything and I mean, there were a lot of times where you could say like I was overthinking in terms of the writing process and the recording process, but I think it's one of those things where like I know what it is that I'm listening for. And so when I hear it, like that's when I will know, okay, this is what, that's what it is right there. So I just have to keep searching until I find the thing. Um, and I think that's important. It's I'm really big on like being intentional and it was really important to me to do everything with intention without like with this whole process so yeah interesting that actually is a beautiful segue um into the next question which is so since this is like a auditory like art expression right this is some of music that you can listen to what tell me more about your ear like what do you listen to what do you listen for who do you listen to um and how has like what your ear is attracted to how has that informed what this project eventually came to be it's a good question um Well, I think just having the background of being a musician. So like I grew up in band 
playing saxophone since I was like eight. Um, and I still play to this day. And I think just having that kind of formal training really kind of shaped my ear and just my ability to listen. And then in terms of like, just the overall artistry, people like SZA again, or J. Cole, I'm a big fan of his. Um, really just a lot of the artists that I grew up listening to, I tried to, I guess, take the best parts from all of them and try to kind of combine it into something new that sounds like unique to me. Interesting, can you name some of those parts? I'm interested, like what, like what specifically about SZA's music is really like what's talking to you or like Jake or anybody else's that is informing this project? I think when it comes to SZA, it's like her cadences. Mm, I found that when I first listened to Control, it kind of, it almost threw me off because she was singing, but in this kind of hip hop, like rapping cadences that weren't um, predictable. And I wanted that element in my music, like not nothing that was um, easy in the sense that you could tell what was coming next. I wanted to keep people interested and just find a, a lot of different pockets. Um, and I think in terms of melodies, like people like Drake, who I've listened to like since day one, and I think he's always had a really good ear for uh, melodies, and I try to incorporate that into my music as well. Interesting. That's a very, very interesting thing. Um, cool. Well, thanks. Um, another big theme that's been on the disco recently is community. Um, can you tell me more about what role community played in this particular project and kind of what it plays um, in your life as an artist, life as a person? Um, yeah, what does that look like for you? Yeah, um, I think, I mean, cause this is an idea I've had in my head for so long and I think there's no way I would have been able to do this without having a team of people around me to encourage me and to teach me. Um, and that really started when I found Bravo Ocean Studios and just like, Working here, I've been able to learn so much, um, and that community has meant everything to me. It's been really the foundation to my entire career, and I i mean, I owe everything to everybody here. Um, so yeah, community is really big for me. Beautiful. So for folks, specifically like, not necessarily musical artists, but like just artists in general, people, creatives, whoever, if folks are trying to build their own community, find the right people to be creative with, to get feedback from, what advice would you have for them for like, getting in touch with the right people, finding the right people for them? Yeah, um, honestly, I would say it really, it all starts with you. I think I've definitely been in certain situations where you feel like um, you want more connection with people, you wanna find that community, but it's one thing to talk about being creative and talking about your plans. It's another thing to actually take the action to get there, so I think the first step is start small and actually make things and then just share them with people. And also don't underestimate, you know, the people that you already have now. I think we're always kind of looking to find something better, but there's so much value in the people that you've met over the years. And it's not, um, I think it's wise to investigate your relationships and really um, see what's there. Cause I, I'm pretty sure I would say most people have there's someone there that can help you out, so yeah. I see. But I think a whole part of that is like asking to people that are already in community with for help in addition to like meeting new people and like opening yourself up to that. That requires, a all that requires vulnerability. So like what, what does that mean to you? Like how do you, if you really tapped into becoming more vulnerable in this process of this project? Um, that's a good question. I mean, honestly, I think to be an artist, you have to be vulnerable and it's never really an easy thing um you just gotta 
I guess, create the space and I guess give yourself permission to, to really do that. And I guess that's why community is so important because you kind of need people that you can trust. Um, and you just gotta, you gotta approach it with the sense of curiosity and wonder as opposed to fear. Mm. And I think that's easier said than done. No, for sure. I still sure. struggle with that, but I think you owe it to yourself to really like double down on the things that make you, you. Cause that's the only way that you're gonna stand out and bring something new to the table is to just be you. Yeah. Period. That's it. That's beautiful. Um, thank you for sharing that. Um, so there's a song that I heard um, on Terms and Conditions. Uh, I think it's track six and it's called Everything is Temporary. And there's a line there that is, uh, what do you do when it's time and you're not ready? Everything is temporary. Don't want to go. No, I'm not ready. And I think after that line, I kind of heard some references to like the effects of the pandemic on your HBCU experience at Howard and just like how that two years are basically taken from everyone on the planet. Um, so, but that was a change that was like you couldn't control, right? Like it was something that you could not have any control over. I'm interested in what advice you may have for people who are navigating change that they're just not ready for. Um, specifically in the context of this song, but like just in general, how do you feel about moving forward when you just do not want to go forward? Yeah, um, that's that's a tough one. I think on one hand, you just have to, I guess, give yourself grace and time to actually like mourn <laughs> what was. Because um, I know for me, even having to come home I didn't really get like a real senior year of college and you know, all the things that come with that. And there's definitely like a mourning process of letting it go and like accepting, okay, this is what life is at the moment. And then I think also it's uh, maybe just staying occupied and trying new things because I think sometimes if you just sit idle, you can kind of go on a downward spiral, but just by staying as connected as you can calling people, checking up on them, um, and just, yeah, little things, trying new things that kind of speak to you and try to connect with yourself, really. Beautiful. Do you have an example? Like, what's the most recent thing you did for the first time, and how was that? Well, I think one thing I did during the pandemic, I I did a lot of new things, really. I, I started meditating a lot, which was really helpful. Um, I started reading, which I hadn't really done before. Um, and I remember I was still in school at the time, but I did this like photography project. And I actually learned that I really enjoy like going places by myself and just kind of exploring like, I don't know, taking a camera and just, it's just a different experience as opposed to like hanging out with your friends. Cause then even if you love your friends, it's like, you're kind of depending on what everyone else wants to do. But when you're spending time with your own company and just learning to enjoy that, I think you really get to kind of rediscover who you are and just it's really freeing actually to go out in the world and um go places by yourself but yeah that's beautiful is there a is there a particular place that you'd like to chat about that you had um, experience with i remember i mean a lot of times i would just go i would walk around downtown i remember i would go to like different like areas i hadn't been to before and just just to explore, I like going new places. I don't really care where it is. Um, just to, I guess for me, it just gives me a sense of like, like agency, like I can actually like be in control of my life and I don't have to be like told where to be. I can just 
find somewhere and go. Period. I love that. That is beautiful. Um, So we've chatted a little bit about like your experience with different mediums with like saxophone, playing in band or doing some photography. I think you studied film at Howard. Is that what we studied? Beautiful. Um, And now here we are at Proper Ocean Studios. Um, So you kind of just, it seems like you have a lot of experience with a lot of different art mediums. And I'm very curious, like, what other art forms have you been exploring recently or if have you like have you done it at all um and if you have not maybe like which ones are you trying to like dabble in here and there maybe yeah um I would say I feel like I'm always kind of in between music and like film and photography I just really like both of those um outside of that maybe um I guess cooking is kind of an art form in a way. (laughs) It's something I don't get to do often, but when I do, I find it's almost like therapeutic in a way, especially like when I'm in the kitchen by myself and like no one else can tell me like what to do is just me. Cause it really is a creative thing. Like you're putting together all these ingredients and like, even if I spend like two hours in the kitchen, it doesn't really feel like it. And it's just, it's nice to, especially even if it's healthy food too, cause you're kind of like, you're giving yourself nourishment and the ability to like move forward in a positive way. So yeah, I would say cooking is probably another art form. I like food, so. Period. So I'm gonna ask you a question that I have not written down. Um, there is probably a person listening, maybe not listening, I don't know. There's somewhere, somebody in the world somewhere has the best project they have ever made this far, sitting on their computer, um, not uploading it, not letting people hear it, see it, whatever, because of perhaps they're afraid, perhaps they're nervous, perhaps whatever. Um, if they're listening right now, what do you have to say to them to get it off of their computer? When you're thinking about sharing your art, especially when you're first starting, just think about it like you were sharing it with one person or just with the people that you know. Um, It doesn't have to feel like you're, I guess, giving it away to like billions of people. It's really make it for yourself first and foremost. And then after that, let it go so you can like move on to the next thing. I think it's important as an artist not to get so attached to any individual piece of work, but just be attached to the process of actually making it. So that way you don't feel like this one thing you made, even if it is the best thing in the world, but there's so much more to who you are. Like you're more than just that one piece of art that you create. It's like you have so much more to say and you just gotta be, you gotta trust in that, that you actually have way more like you're so much bigger than you even think so just try to reduce it a little bit in your mind lower the stakes yes that is that is amazing so terms and conditions came out this summer yes june 9th i believe um what's next for jordan tyler where where can we expect to see like what's what's next that you can talk about that you want to talk about um yeah uh definitely just you know always making more music of course um I definitely just want to continue to expand as an artist. This is kind of like my first venture into doing this. And I want to, you know, eventually start doing shows and performing and really, you know, connecting with people like in a real physical space um, so they can, you know, vibe out to the music. I think that's definitely what's up next. That's beautiful. Exciting. We're very excited to see it. Um, And in true disco fashion, my final three questions for you are a series of top threes. So this is, take your time, um, but it's the top three moments, top three lessons, and top three songs of the year this far. 
we, we can start let's start with top three moments what are the top three moments from january 1st to today okay two come to mind um one so i think putting out the ep <laughs> that's definitely number one um and i would say mainly because it's like it's one thing to have an idea in your head but to actually go and you know make it and stay committed to making it and then releasing it like that's not a a small thing so that would be number one and um number two i took a trip to la this summer for the first time i never been out there and i don't know i just feel like los angeles has always kind of just spoke to me i definitely could see myself living there one day so it's just nice to like travel and just actually you know see it and just put my feet on the ground on the west coast um and then third thing um i would say yeah just those two for now i can't really think of another one okay that's cool that's cool top three lessons what have we learned since august or january 1st um i would say this is something kind of recently that i learned it's like you when it comes to you just gotta like ask for the things that you want and just don't be afraid i think like something i deal with is anxiety and so it can be hard sometimes because it kind of warps your perception on so many things but the only really remedy to that is to take action and so i'm learning just to take baby steps and actually just put one foot in front of the other and that's how you get things done and it doesn't have to be like perfect like it's not going to meet the idea of what's ever in your head it's like you can take the step and it doesn't have to be perfect um other lessons i would say uh like you gotta be the person that you want to like see in the world i think and maybe it's a generational thing but i feel like like people our age sometimes we're like waiting for someone to come and i don't know save us or like say here's your opportunity or like but it's important to um, understand the power that you do have over your life. Like there are things you can control and it's important to, um, yeah, just start taking small actions and like practicing just certain behaviors that you wanna get better at. Um, that's one thing I'm learning too. Like even when it comes to like interacting with new people and once you realize too that other people are probably feeling the same way. so that can make you feel a little more comfortable when you want to approach a new person or find yourself in a new environment. It's like, yeah, just go for it. And um, any other lesson I would say, um, just like trust is a big thing. Like trust with yourself, trusting like who you are. I think sometimes it's easy to like compare yourself to other people or it's, it's a balance between wanting to be better, but also like accepting who you are now. And I guess I'm just learning to trust that I'm doing the right thing. Cause I think especially being an artist, there's no blueprint to getting to where you want to go. It's not like being a doctor and not to say being a doctor is easy by any means, but it's like, you get your undergrad, you go steps. to med school. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. steps. But for this, it's like you got to make your own steps. And you just got to trust in those steps and really believe it. And just know that you're being supported, like, not only by other people, but 
I don't know if you, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, like you're being supported by something else. It's not just you by yourself. Um, and so all you really have to do is just like do your part, like bring something to the table and everything else is going to take care of itself. Like even me sitting right here, it's like I made a decision, I think, around the pandemic to start writing music. And that led to me being right here, right now, just because of that one decision. And there's a lot of power in that. So I think people, I would just encourage people to to understand that, like, you can do it. The The vision that you have in yourself of, like, who you want to be is not, it's not just a dream. Like, it's a real thing. It's like, low-key, I see it as it's already happened. All you have to do is just align yourself on a path that's going to get you there. It's not so distant. Like, you're way closer to the things that you want than you think. I would say that would probably be the last lesson, yeah. That is beautiful. Somebody's going to need that. Somebody's going to going to need that. Um, top three songs. Let's get them. Off the dome. Just top three songs. Uh, that's a hard one. Um, oh, there's a song, I Wish You Roses by... Kali Uchis, I think that's how you pronounce her name. Yeah. I really love that song. Um, I don't know. It just, it sounds so good. And I love the message behind it. Um, or other songs. I'm sure there's a SZA song in there. Yeah, probably <laughs> Ghost in the Machine. Okay. I really like that song because it's, like, SZA's writing is just, like, top-notch to me. Period. Basically, the song's just about, like, living in this era of, like, technology and kind of feeling like everything is so kind of plastic to a degree and how it's like all we do is have these conversations that aren't even real. <laughs> it's kind of like that whole um, existential type we love vibe. existential. Yeah. Angsty music. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last song, there's one song I, I learned on my saxophone. Oh, cool. It's an Ari Lennox song, um, Chicago Boy. Mm. I just really, and it's funny because I, like, my brother's a really big Ari Lennox fan, so he would know more than me, but, like, I just really, that song really spoke to me just because it's really soulful, and it's, like, it's such a story. Like, you can instantly feel how much of a story it is, the way it's written, and also just the instrumentation, like, the trumpets and the horns, like, that's what made me want to learn it on saxophone. So, yeah, I'll say those three. Beautiful. Well, thank you for hitting our top threes. Um, that's all my questions I have for you. Do you have any any last words, any last thoughts on your project, on who you are right now in this moment today? Any other, any other words? Well, thank you, first and foremost, yeah, thank you. for doing this. Like, <laughs> it's definitely a dream come true, like, seriously. Um, and I would say... I'm just excited for like more people to hear the music and I'm excited to really like connect with people on this. Cause I think part of, you know, chasing your dreams or creating art, it can be very isolating at times, especially when it's more of like an individual art form, like music, um, it kind of starts with just the writing and it's kind of just you and your thoughts. And so I'm excited to connect with people on a real level and actually have more conversations around this. Um, Cause I feel like the music that I make is kind of like a commentary mm. on just where we are right now in this era. And I'm just interested to actually engage in real dialogue with people and see what they're thinking. And kind of, like you said earlier, community, 
yeah. and just beginning to grow the community that I already have. Um, but yeah. Speaking of growing the community, where can the people find you on the internet? Yeah, um, they can find me on Instagram mm -hmm. at Jordan Tyler. It's spelled a little weird, so it's J-V-R-D-X-N underscore Tyler, T-Y-L-E-R. Um, and then all my music is available on all major streaming platforms right now. Um, and yeah, that's where you can find me. Well, thanks, Jordan, for this beautiful conversation. It was lovely to chat. Um, very excited for your project. Everybody go stream it, please. Um, it's very, very good. And if you're interested in more about the disco, uh, Jordan, there's it exists. It's w-2d.com. Um, there's everything in there from, I don't know, Alvin Ailey reviews to uh, mid-century uh, murder mysteries um, and more podcasts about breakfast, if that's something that interests you. Um, but thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of this entire ecosystem uh, of, of work, of conversations. And uh, yeah. Thank you for having <laughs> me. Yeah. Appreciate it. This podcast was written and produced by me, Talia. It was edited by Jordan and recorded by Juice God at Bravo Ocean Studio. I also want to give a very special shout out to Nick, Amira, and Asia for their very kind and generous support. Want more of the disco? There's always room for you, my friend. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter for Talia-style joy in your inbox every Sunday afternoon. Also, feel free to hang around the blog for a while. Our latest work is on resource management, how we can improve our lives by focusing on the little things, and a brief defense of the aisle seat. You can find all these things and more at w-2d.com. All right, y'all. Stay safe. I'll see you later. Bye.